Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, Haman's dead. <laughs> he he kind of got impaled, I think. I think he got impaled. Yeah, that was after the banquet where, you know, the Queen, oh, Esther, Esther? Jesus, can't think yeah. of her name. The Book Of? Yeah, the Book Of. Um, yeah, she held a banquet for the king and, and Haman, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then she told king, hey, you know, guy's an asshole king's like you're fucked and, and then he was and then Haman got not in a good way impaled on the same uh pole he had set up to 
actually impale Mordecai. Yeah, yeah. In a twist of fate. Right, right. So that was Esther chapter seven. Sure as fuck was. And oh, um, couple things real quick here. Okay. Uh, first thing is that we are sorry. Ooh, yeah, we are so sorry. So we're in the middle of moving right now, and um, it's not as easy as we thought it would be. So <laughs> we we are we are woefully behind on shit. Everything. Yeah. So Everything. I mean, we're still on the right day so far, mm-hmm. but um, we're uh, we're sorry today, and we're sorry for any future todays that happen. Like tomorrow. Like tomorrow. Tomorrow will be late. Maybe the next day. Yeah. I don't know. We have the best of intentions, and we will get the episodes out. They just won't be at the regularly scheduled times. Right. We'll probably get them out on the right days, maybe. Yeah. Or at least close to the right day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But, yeah. But we're making a valiant effort here, guys. This move is going to kill us. <laughs> oh, I hate moving. Uh, things I don't hate, though. We have a new patron. What? Yeah. In yeah. the middle of our move, we get a new right. patron? Couldn't it couldn't have come at a better time, right? Wow. So um, their name is Dion. Dion, or, thank I you. Think I, say, I hope I say that right. Well, thank you. And um, yeah, I mean, we got it. I mean, we've been picking up patrons here a little bit, like more often than we've, we've picked up a few in the last week or two. That's awesome. Yeah. So we've got another shout out to do, I think, uh, tomorrow. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. But gosh. Dion. Thank you so much for your support. It means the world, and, I mean, every bit helps. I know we say this all the time, but it all adds up to helping us run this podcast and do what we can do um, and and honestly keep it afloat because, I mean, we're, we wouldn't do, be doing this without you, really. No, it's true because right now um, with the move and everything, our finances <laughs> are stretched so fucking thin that – Y'all are keeping the podcast afloat, yeah, no, literally. I mean, yeah, yeah, right. So, thank you. Yeah, thanks a ton. All right, well, that being said, so let's now get into... Esther, chapter 8. All right. Okay, Esther, chapter 8. Okay. That same day... That same day... The day that... Um, that Haman died? That Mordecai didn't. Yeah. Yeah, that day. <laughs> yeah. King Xerxes gave Queen Esther the estate of Haman, <laughs> the enemy of the Jews. God damn, it just keeps wow. coming. Yeah. I mean, if Haman wasn't such does, a does, dick, I'd feel sorry for him. So wait, not only did Haman die, but his whole family's now like homeless or yeah. at least under yeah. the care of Esther at some level uh-huh. or something? Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. And Mordecai came into the presence of the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her. She's like, oh, by the way, I'm Jewish. Right, I don't right. know if you knew, but I am. Okay, all right. And he's good with it, I guess. I guess. The king took off his signet ring, which he had reclaimed from Haman, and presented it to Mordecai. <laughs> and Esther appointed him over Haman's estate. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's awesome. I mean, that's some kismet. That's some karma right, right there. Right, right. Esther again pleaded with the king, falling at his feet and weeping. She begged him to put an end to the evil plan of Haman he- hey 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 the Agagite, which he had devised against the Jews. Wait, that's still hanging over? That's still hanging over. We just killed the guy, but that's yeah. still hanging out there. He put out a decree. He didn't, like, rescind it. It's not like right, right. a Facebook post where you could just delete it. Yeah, 
It's right? True. Yeah. So she's like, okay, thank you for all that. Appreciate the house. That's awesome. You killed Heyman. Sweet. Can you um, not kill us now? Could we not do a genocide? Right. Genocide's I'm just, bad. I'm just asking. Like, could we right. not genocide? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me and us. Yeah. I would, and, and I would my, appreciate my it. My stepdad type person. Right. I would I would like to live. Right. And I would also like my family. I mean, if it's okay with you. Yeah. Yeah. Your majesty. Right. Okay. Then the king extended the gold scepter to Esther and she arose and stood before him. Mm. Remember, she Did just... Did she just touch the tip this time? Just touches the tip. Okay. Just the tip. All right. If it pleases the king, she said... And if he regards me with favor and thinks it the right thing to do, comma, and if he is pleased with me, comma, let an order be written overruling the dispatches that Haman, son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, devised and wrote to destroy the Jews and all the king's provinces, all the king's horses and imagine, all the king's men. Like, you're groveling. You're groveling Please don't to not have him yes. kill your kin. Yeah. Please. That's, that's, I mean. Please. I don't feel like I could muster that kind of, uh, I, I don't know. It, I, I would be mad. Right. You know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I guess, I guess you do what you got to do, but man, that's, that's a rough pill to swallow. Right. Yeah. She continued, for how can I bear to see disaster fall on my people? Right. How can I bear to see the destruction of my family? Mm-hmm. She's saying it so much kinder than yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. It would make me so fucking sad if, like, my family died, and as well as every relative. That would make me super sad. Oh. Right. Could you just maybe not? Right. Right. King Xerxes replied to Queen Esther and to Mordecai the Jew. Because Haman attacked the Jews, I have given his estate to Esther, and they have impaled him on the pole he set up. Right. Now, write another decree in the king's name, in behalf of the Jews, as seems best to you. You know, write whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And seal it with the king's signet ring. You know? Sounds to me like he doesn't really give a fuck what's going out of his no. The state, as far as decrees and whatever. No, and it also sounds like he don't give a fuck about the Jews one way or the other. Right, he's just like, Honestly. oh, I kind of like you. You do whatever, man. You saved my Wait, life. I don't like cold. you anymore, so you do whatever. Yeah, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Just do something, man. Everybody, just you're bothering me. Yeah. When's the next banquet? Right. For no document, he continued, written in the king's name and sealed with his ring, can be revoked. Well, except for I'm uh, revoking it. Right, yeah. So I just lied. Yeah. But I'm a king and kings don't lie. Right. So I'm I'm just saying do a thing. Yeah. Like call it whatever you want, but just just take care of it. Here's my ring. Maybe the last one wasn't sealed with his ring. I thought it was. But it was definitely in his name. They definitely said it was written you know, he his name was on it. Yeah. So pretty sure. At once the royal secretaries were summoned. On the 23rd day of the third month, the month of Savan, they wrote out all Mordecai's orders to the Jews and to the satraps, the governors, the nobles of the 127 provinces stretching from India to Kush. India to Kush. Wow. That's a big That's ass. That's a big territory. Mm-hmm. Man. They were all kinds of yeah, spread out. Right. These orders were written in the script of each province. Oh, that's kind of cool. 
and the language of each people and also to the Jews in their own script and language. Hmm. I forgot that they did that. Yeah. Because each um, group was able to maintain its own lifestyle, way of living, and right. culture. Right. That's cool. Mordecai wrote in the name of King Xerxes, sealed the dispatches with a king's signet ring, and sent them by mounted couriers who rode fast horses, especially bred for the king. Oh, wow. He had special yeah, horses. Yeah, he doesn't have them slow horses. He's got the fast ones. He's got only the only fast horses for this king. Yeah. The king's... You know what? I'm going to go so far as to say this is the first time that they've mentioned... Um, Specially bred horses for mm-hmm. a king. Yeah. Solomon didn't have these horses. Right. Yeah. David didn't have horses like that. Right. And they were like the richest motherfuckers on the planet or whatever. You, yeah. So. Huh. Right. <laughs> the king's edict granted the Jews in every city the right to assemble and protect themselves, to destroy, kill, and annihilate the armed men of any nationality or province who might attack them and their women and children. Oh, wow. And to plunder the property of their enemies. Oh. God damn. The day appointed for the Jews to do this in all the provinces of King Xerxes was the 13th day of the 12th month. Wait. The month of Adar. The day that they can kill other people for invading them? Uh Uh-huh. Or? Yeah. Okay. The, The day that everybody is set to go kill the Jews... The king is saying, on this day, you are free to defend yourself in any way you see fit. I mean, if they're there to kill me, I'm going to do that anyway. But thank you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Much appreciation that I ain't going to get axed for it. uh, Yeah. I mean, that's cool, cool, cool. Yeah. A copy of the text of the edict was to be issued as law in every province and made known to the people of every nationality so that the Jews would be ready on that day to avenge themselves on their enemies. I, I just imagine, like, these people out in these provinces that got the last letter, mm-hmm. like, you know, a few weeks back or whatever, mm-hmm. getting the new one, like, God damn it. What the right? fuck, man? We were getting ready to kill all these people. Now we got to scrap all those. Pl- we, I mean, we sharpened all those fucking axes. I was going to say, you know? like, like I spent so much money on weaponry. I was really looking forward to this party. I bought new shoes. Right? Yeah. Like, I um, buffed up my... Uh, body bathing skills sure. because you know I don't wash myself good that often <laughs> but this called for a special cleansing right right I mean I spent so much fucking money on this and, yeah. and I was planning a party for after after right yeah Ugh. the couriers riding on the royal horses went out spurred on by the king's command that king told them to go fast and those horses <laughs> went fast and the edict was issued in the citadel of Susa. Oh, thank goodness. Man, right. that was a close one. I was wondering. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't. But <laughs> <laughs> When Mordecai left the king's presence, he was wearing royal garments of blue and white, a large crown of gold, and a purple ro- robe of fine linen. Mm. And the city of Susa held a joyous celebration. For the Jews, it was a time of happiness and joy, gladness and honor. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. In every province and in every city to which the edict of the king came, there was joy and gladness among the Jews with feasting and celebrating. And many people of other nationalities became Jews because fear of the Jews had seeped, 
seized them. The end. Wait, I thought other people couldn't become Jews. They just did. Okay. <laughs> maybe they um, maybe they married in. Maybe. I don't really know what that means. I don't know and, how that works. And why were they afraid of them? Because they're don't... not allowed to commingle. Remember? Yeah. And we just covered that the last book. Right, but if so. they if they um if they convert. Because remember, like, the when they were like, stop commingling, and if you don't stop yeah. commingling, then you gotta leave, and they kicked the women's out. Okay, alright. And remember, but the ones that converted, they were like, okay, you could stay, you're Jewish now. Right, right. Okay. You just have to be Jewish. Yeah. Like, you've gotta pray, eat, play, work, do all the things Jewish. Right, got it. You okay. know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Okay. You know what? I I would hate to be in one of the provinces where the uh, the courier got like killed along the way. Seriously. What if the what if the message never made it to a certain province? Right. And all the Jewish people died anyway. That would I suck. I wonder about that. Right. Because you're relying on a horse and a guy. One and horse a pe- and one a piece guy. of paper. But it's it's a fast horse though. It doesn't stop him from getting killed. Still. It's the king's horse. Right, it's but so what's fast. a king's horse going to do against a bow and arrow? It's so fast. I'm just saying. It's specially bred for these occasions. Okay. All right. I, I'm just reading what the Bible said. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, was that it? That was it. That okay. was the end. So that was Esther chapter 8. Sure as fuck was. And we'll be back tomorrow at some point. With Saturday. No, Q&A. Saturday. Sorry, and I'm then, all fucked up. Oh, you're good. You're good. And then on Sunday, we're going to try to get out a... Patreon one. Right. And then on Monday, we'll be back with... Esther, chapter nine. All right, guys. We'll see you then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegiousdiscourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.